Welcome to Kill the Cast. My name is Jerry, and as always, I am joined by the ever-quotable Jay. Why, Santa? Fuck Santa! Fuck Santa! Wow, that was just really angry towards fucking Santa. Uh, and joining us, not as always, is Carly from Netflix and Chill. Hey, what's up, guys? So look at that. We are, we're, we're missing Kenneth this time, because life... Um, yeah, it's not me missing this time. Usually yeah. it's me missing. Yeah, so if ever, and I'm never missing apparently. So, yeah, nope. <laughs> if, if everyone's wondering, uh, are you going to do a horror coliseum without Kenneth? No, no, the fuck we're not. Especially since it was his horror coliseum idea. <laughs> we um, should anyway. <laughs> th- yeah, that'll be the next episode um, as long as we can get it done before October because October is already planned. So, next yeah. episode will be Horror Coliseum Wrong Turn versus Hills Have Eyes Remake. This episode, we will be doing one of Jay's favorite movies, yeah. which is the Black Christmas remake. Everyone was all excited, then I said a remake. Yeah, <laughs> now they're throwing shoes at their computers, and then they're going to sue us for broken monitors. Well, just so y'all know, it was Jay, that would be uh, Jason Murphy, uh, who you <laughs> should sue. Um, so, with that being said, Jay, what have you been doing this week? Uh, so I went to PAX, which is a big video game thing. Uh, the only really horror-related thing I did there was play the demo for Evil Within 2, uh, which was pretty awesome. Uh, it's got the same amount of like gore and creep factor going on, but they changed the exploration mechanic. It's kind of like an open world now, a pseudo-open world. It takes place in a small town, uh, and so all the houses are like almost like dungeons in Diablo. Like you can go into them and oh, okay. see like little side stories and complete side quests while also going on your main mission. Um, I went into one house and this lady who was infected was force feeding her uninfected son, the flesh of dead people. And it was like, his cheeks were all bulged out. Like in that nightmare in Elm street scene when he's force feeding her, it was awesome. That's pretty cool. They got Casey Anthony's house. <laughs> um, <laughs> And you, you fucking asshole, you got to meet one of my favorite video game creators of all time. For the second time. For the second time, just randomly. Tell us about that. Hmm? Hello? Yeah, you're here. Oh, okay. I didn't kick you off yet. I'm going to wait till you tell no, me. No, well, I said, for the se- I said for the second time, and then everyone went quiet. Oh, no, Ew. it's because I was being pissed off. Um, oh, okay. Yeah, tell us, <laughs> tell us about meeting the man, meeting Iga. Iga. So... The first time, uh, he was actually doing an autograph session, uh, so I had my, uh, which one is it? Uh, Dawn of Sorrow. Dawn of Sorrow. I had my Dawn of Sorrow case signed. Um, this time, I was coming out of, I think it was a Nintendo, no, it was Kotaku's panel. I was coming out of Kotaku's panel, and he was just chilling in the hallway with his translator, holding whips, and I was like, uh, holy shit, he's just hanging out. So I went pee, and then I came back, and I was like, hey, can I have a picture? Wait, you and actually he... went and pissed instead of, like, <laughs> risking the, the chance to take a picture and all that. You went to go pissed. I already have a picture with him and his autograph. So I was like, oh, that's cool. And then I was like, I'm going to see if he's still there when I get back. And he was. If you go to PAX next year and he's there, I'm sending you my copy of Aria of Sorrow. I said that. I said send me your case. So if he's, I happen well, to run into him this, again. <laughs> that's the only thing I'm worried about is it's, it's a cardboard box because it's a Game Boy Advance game. Oh, uh, yeah, that's that's rough to ship. Yeah, 
I might do it anyway, though, just just because. So, Carly, what have you been doing this week? Well, on Thursday night, I went to see it, and it was like the first premiere around where I live. So, obviously, the place was packed, but, I mean, the crowd wasn't disrespectful or anything because that was my biggest fear. They were actually a very quiet crowd. They didn't really react too much to the movie, which, I mean... Sometimes it's exciting when people react, and other times it gets on my nerves, so I can't really complain. And that was a cool experience. And then just uh, last night and the night before, uh, JP and I went to the drive-in once again. Um, I don't know if you guys know, but we go to a drive-in every April and September that basically plays horror movies all night long. They usually show, like, four horror movies. Um, The April one's a little better because it'll show classics like child's play and like last time they showed the original black christmas actually which was pretty cool experience to watch but this time they showed movies like the tingler and the monsters go home and just all these like obscure older movies and like i've never really seen these movies too much so like i can't really um enjoy them as much as i do like the 80s classics and 70s and whatnot but we still had a fun time we only stayed for like two movies each night but it was pretty cool the tingler is badass that fucking acid trip scene in it oh so good i did like the tingler that was that was my first time watch of that it was pretty cool oh i love that i love that movie um all right and i have what have i been doing have i been doing anything uh (laughs) i've been working a billion podcasts apparently a billion podcasts uh yeah i recorded this morning with a skeleton crew and I haven't done shit, man. I oh, I made a video that involved uh, me talking to my cat. That was, that pretty, was pretty funny. That was I like that. I enjoyed I, it. I finally made that public, so you can go check out Cass V Horror, which is named after Baz V Horror from the podcast Under the Stairs, because I haven't figured out a better name for it yet. <laughs> nice. And my cat is not a fan of Jason Takes Manhattan. Well, your cat doesn't have very good taste in movies. Yeah. Well, he he he's stuck up, and he looks down on apparently everything. So we'll see how this goes, because I'm going to try to get him to watch more movies. But it is now officially time to do a giveaway, because we have done giveaways before, but it's been a while. Whoop, whoop, giveaway. We are going to do a randomizer. I have. 12 names in our randomizer from all the reviews we have on iTunes plus our Patreon people. So I'm going to click this a few times and let this randomize. And our winner is from iTunes, Simple Guy 13 which is the guy who said, the newest show on Horophilia Network is a welcome addition, follows in the footsteps of other great shows. These guys have a great sense of humor and knowledge of the horror genre. Keep up the good work, and if anyone is on the fence about this show, get off it and get downloading. Kill the Cast is a lot of fun. So, Simple Guy 13 hopefully you will hear this and hit me up, and I will let you pick something out of the box. We'll Which post has, in the Facebook group, too. Yeah, yeah, we will. It has uh, Blu-rays and video games and DVDs and Funko Pops. And a dildo that may or may not have been used. Mm. Mm. Wow. Uh, <laughs> did I, I said Funko Pop, right? 
<laughs> yes. <laughs> okay, just checking. I don't know if I screwed that up. Okay, so that's done. That's out of the way. And all three of us did go see it. And since it's yeah. uh, the everyone's going to be talking about it, most people are doing full episodes on it. We're not going to do that because we're lazy. True that. But we will talk about it real quick. So, Jay, actually, you just got back from seeing it. You literally I came from did. seeing it to recording. So, tell us what you think, man. Oh, and this is spoiler-free, everyone, so don't worry if you haven't seen it. Go ahead. Uh, I am definitely Ben. I'm just going to say that right now. That is me to a T. Mr. Watson said uh, that I was Richie and he was Eddie. <laughs> nice. And I was yeah. like, I will take that. I will be Richie all day. Yeah. Richie was pretty funny. He was the best. He 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 definitely is my favorite part of the movie. Uh, I thought it was fantastic. I thought it was better than the original TV miniseries. Mm-hmm. Personally. I agree there. Because um, even with the... it's, it don't have to wait and see how they do the adult version of it before I compare it to the adult version of the original. But I will say... I had, I do like the original It movie, but I do think this is better. Um, and Jay, you said in a message to me that, what did you say about people who uh, like the original I more? said, and this just maybe me being an asshole, but I said that if people watch this and still think the original is better, um, like they can like it, I guess, you know, it can be their favorite, but if on a technical level, if they think the original was better then they are just the kind of people who can't handle change or, you know, like they have to like the original because it was the first one and they hate things just to hate them. I could see a lot of people still liking the original more just purely based off nostalgia. Right. And I can't really blame anyone for that. I can. Fair (laughs) enough. Carly, what'd you think of it? Um, I have to agree. I think I did like this better than the original, but I think it's also like the perfect movie to remake because you got to think the original was like a TV mini series. It wasn't really a big production movie. And for being, you know, for being a mini series, I thought it was pretty well done. And I've never been a big fan of the adult part of it, which is weird to think like we only saw like the kid part here in theaters. I keep forgetting that there's a whole chapter two that we have to judge by which i'm looking forward to seeing if that's any better too but yeah i really like the remake the only thing is i feel like maybe the characters could have been developed a little bit more for some reason that felt a little bit rushed to me even though it was like a two and a half hour movie it still somehow felt rushed but other than that i i still like the characters more like i thought thought they were fun and i just like how funny it is and scary at the same time I agree on the characters because I, when I was watching, I was like, well, why don't they have this person's backstory or this person's backstory? Yeah. And yeah. then I was also like, why did they give more of a backstory to that character who didn't need a backstory? Mm-hmm. So like there were things I, I, I didn't really, not that I didn't like, but I was just like, I don't really understand why they did it this way, but it's fine. And it was mostly characters backstory. And there's one uh, reoccurring character CGI that's really bad that reminds me of like the horror games people play on the computer and then record videos for YouTube of. Yeah. <laughs> I don't have a problem with any of the CGI. Really? Even the, uh, the, 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 the lady? Which, which, no, not at all. Really? I, it I was thought supposed, that looked... it's supposed to look like that. I, I just thought it looked 
Like it looked just like compute a video a computer game and not like a good one. No, it looked it looked like it it you know uh, it's spoiler free. We'll, we'll talk I'll talk about to you about it in later, a message, but... but I didn't have a problem with it. Funny story: when I first watched the original TV miniseries, I had rented it from a video store. I did not realize it was two parts, and I had watched the adult version first, and I was like, I feel like there's something missing from this story. <laughs> Oh my god. And then I realized the... then I realized there was a, a whole other like three hours to it. That is the worst. That is literally the worst thing you could possibly do. Biggest yep. mistake ever. Yeah. Apparently. Um I really, really enjoyed it. Uh the humor was spot on, and I heard some people complaining that there was too much humor or uh kids don't talk like that and i'm like yeah they fucking i'm do. like you should have been hanging out with me when i was that age because i promise you i was saying shit like that they definitely talk like that the the way the children acted was spot on the only thing you know what i have a problem with is uh there's no consequences for anybody's actions like there's there's like dead people by the end of the movie and i want to know whatever came of all that they're like uh, oh well that person's dead oh well yeah yeah there's like, yeah, yeah i agree that's dairy. <laughs> yeah, apparently. <laughs> yeah, I agree. And, but the only reason I'm not harking on that is because it's something that could be fixed in the second movie. Oh, yeah, no, I'm just I'm just nitpicking at this point. Yeah, but that's that's the same for like every movie with every plot. Yeah, like uh, even Karate Kid, he gets the shit kicked out of him by these kids like and he never goes to the cops. Or his teachers or anybody or who could stop he it. Openly cheats to win in the tournament. By kicking someone in the face and still wins, and everyone yeah, well, cheers. The him. other guy he's swept a, the leg, so okay. it doesn't. He doesn't matter. He's still a cheater. You disqualify him. No, what, two what wrongs make a right. That is not how that saying goes, Jay. <laughs> that is the sure opposite is. of how that saying goes. That's how I was raised. <laughs> you were raised wrong. <laughs> well, I guess it's right then, huh? I mean, I guess I shouldn't expect anything from someone whose favorite horror movie is Nightmare on Elm Street. I'll Obviously, you. you make bad choices. <laughs> <sighs> okay, so uh, yeah, I guess we really can't say much more about it. Maybe if we're feeling up to it after we do Black Christmas, we may spend a little bit of time where we do talk about a spoiler thing. But if we do that, I'll put it at the end of the show with a warning so we can kind of get into this because I kind of want to talk to Jay about this CGI there thing. Was an end, there was an end credits thing? No, it was literally Pennywise, the audio of Pennywise laughing. That's it. Oh, Okay. I just passed on my Facebook. It's like the end credits explained. I'm like, what? No, they just mean the ending explained, not the credits. They're dumb and they wrote things wrong. It said post credit sequence. There is a post credit sequence. It's it's a fucking audio laugh. Okay, well that's fine. Anyway, we have a movie to review. We have to explain why he laughs. You don't like it so much. (laughs) Okay, okay. So let's. Okay, we are tackling the Black Christmas remake now. Black, the original Black Christmas came out in the 70s, and it is one of the earliest proto-slashers um, out there. It was a big influence to a lot of them that came forward, including uh, what people consider the first original slasher of Halloween. Because a lot of people still consider Black Christmas a proto-slasher. Um, and I love the original Black Christmas. It's atmospheric. It's It's creepy. It is beautifully shot, it's artistic, and it's made by the same guy who gave you a Christmas story. And it's boring as shit. You're boring as shit. <laughs> you fuck. Uh, 
So I, I love the black. I love Black Chris, the original Black Christmas. Jay is boring, so you really don't like it at all. Uh, I like like a lot of the movies. I don't like. Uh, I can appreciate what it did because slasher is my favorite genre, and so if it helped get the slasher genre to where it is now, I can definitely appreciate it. I just was not enthralled. So you would give it a hand five. job out of appreciation, but you're not fucking. Right. Okay. That I, can, is... I can understand that. I can get behind that. Okay, Carly, you've seen the original Black Christmas, right? Yes. However, I saw it, like, for the first time about two years ago, so it's not one that I, like, grew up watching or anything. And I will say the first time I watched it, like, I was a little bit bored. Like, I, like Jay said, like, I had appreciation for what it did, and I could see why people loved it so much, but I was kind of like, eh, it's not as great as I was thinking. But then... When I saw it at the drive-in recently, I kind of grew like more love for it. Um, it was just a really good movie to see in a drive-in because like that ending just gave me chills and like oh, I could really yeah. feel the atmosphere. Like, and plus, like this is weird, but the print we watched was really bad. Like the whole movie just looked red and like oh. discolored. And for some reason, I actually liked that vibe as well. It just made it feel like a really old horror movie. So that really helped that really gained some points for it for me, but I definitely need to like continue watching it. Cause I feel like I'll like it more and more as time goes on. That's how you can tell someone will watch VHS. Cause they're like, yeah, the quality was shitty, but I liked it. Yes. <laughs> um, and then black Christmas got a remake in 2006. It was 2006, right? Yeah. It was yeah. some year. It was some year. Thanks Jay. <laughs> I appreciate it. <laughs> All the, I'm a wealth of knowledge. Everything you do for this show, I appreciate it. So you heard the review. We're very knowledgeable. You're right. How dare I question Simple Guy? Your name was in there. Uh, so Black Christmas, the remake story is still the same as the original story. It's just expanded on. It is a bunch of sorority girls living in a sorority house who starts getting really creepy prank calls, and they start disappearing one by one. And there's a lot more incest. There, There's uh, a lot more considering the original had zero. Yes, <laughs> um, yes plenty more. <laughs> there's there's plenty more a lot of stuff. Now, one thing, okay, I got to preface this rev- with what I'm going to talk about in this. I see this movie in two ways. I see it against the original, and I see it removed from the original. And removed from the original, I enjoy it. I think it's a great popcorn slasher film i think it's you can just kick back and watch it and enjoying i don't think there's a lot of downtime it's it's a great fun ride compared to the original what the fuck like (laughs) i'm a fan of the halloween remake i liked that backstory yeah the backstory to this though you did not need to add jaundice incest uh daddy murder uh daughter sister um uh daughter sister showing up um uh, and uh skin uh skin flesh bacon cookies like that was a whole like I wanted some explanation you went too far you no, fucking it was perfect. you fucking overstepped that you just went like you didn't have to make him jaundice you could have literally have just had the mother hating the kid because she hated the husband or some shit. Like, it was an arranged marriage or something crazy or some shit like that. You didn't have to give him fucking jaundice. He didn't need to be yellow. 
We did not need to bring livers into this. Is all I'm saying. The bacon flesh cookies thing was cool, but I didn't need to see him bite into it. That was kind of gross. Yes, you did. Yeah, that's it the whole was point. So gross. Yes, that's the whole point. There was is that white it was stuff. Gross. There was well, white stuff. There, what there, happens when you cook flesh is hard <laughs> to explain sometimes. Well, I don't. I don't know why there's white stuff coming out of flesh when you cook it. Unless he had maybe, white stuff in his mouth from something else. Maybe it was just frosting. Oh, man. I don't know if it, it looked a little too liquidy to be frosting. It looked it looked kind of pussy. <laughs> yeah, I thought of it as pus. It looked like pus. See? Well, there you go, then. Ugh, it was gross. Disgusting. But... This but, is the man who likes Cannibal Holocaust. <laughs> hey, go fuck yourself. Cannibal Holocaust is great. People aren't... Eating fucking uh, cream pie filled flesh. No, they're just actually murdering turtles. You know, the pee the, the natives ate the turtles. It's fine. It's not like they they let it go to waste. I I know, and I'm happy about that. All right, I've I'll never get... seen that movie, and I never want to. You can uh, there's a cruelty free version you can watch. Oh really? Yeah, the Blu-ray uh, or DVD. It's like ten which... minutes long. Yeah, yeah. I bet. <laughs> <laughs> no, but yeah, it, it comes with a cruelty-free version that removes all of the on-screen animal killing. That's crazy. It keeps that all the all cool. the all the rape and everything, but the, oh. the animals are fine. Yeah, yeah. So now that I, I so I'm going to go through the rest of this review, review only bringing up the original when I have to. Otherwise, I'm going to talk about this movie. Removed from that. Which will make Jay happy because it means I'm going to talk nicer about it. No, you can you can share your opinion however you want. I was waiting for you to say my wrong opinion. So, okay. So let's start it off. We've got a bunch of sorority girls. And uh, they're highly entertaining. And highly... And attractive. But highly misleading. When When you look at this movie, you expect it to be way sleazier than it is and it is not that's true you said yeah. that's so disappointing <laughs> but it was it was disappointing like i expect not that i need like nudity in my horror movies but if you're gonna give me the tease follow through i mean the you know what was disappointing get... for me most that... of the kills being off screen in the original black christmas <laughs> okay but to be fair, <laughs> that a- helped to add more to the mystery as to where in this one you see all the kills on screen. You also see the fucking person running around looking like a Wayne's Brothers and white chicks. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's I true. mean, I'm just saying that was kind of. Well, that's what happens good. when your mom gives birth to your daughter. Look, I'm from Alabama, okay? <laughs> Do you know what I'm talking about? I know a lot of them that do not look like the Wayne's brothers <laughs> dressed as a white girl. Well, you don't you gotta mix all that with jaundice too. Well she didn't have jaundice. Only he had jaundice. Yeah, but it passes down and makes you look all crazy. I don't think that's how that works. <laughs> no. I am almost positive. I am uh, I don't think you are. I think you're uh you're back in a, a dead horse. I'm practically a doctor. How are you practically a doctor? What, what? Because you can check your glucose levels? No, I watched all of House. I watched all of Scrubs. That doesn't make me fucking entertaining. 
<laughs> well, you kind of are, so. I was just fishing for a compliment. Thank you, sweetie. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so I was, I, but I was a little disappointed that there wasn't, because even the one chick that you do get like slight nudity from, she's been topless in other movies. She could have done nudity in this movie. You could at least. They get... wanted to focus on the disgusting gore. What the director did. <laughs> A lot of that gore was added from the studio because the Weinstein brothers can't help but put their dick in every movie they're in, they fucking make. Mm, that's true. The The original movie that he wanted to make was he wanted to just talk more about the backstory the, from the original movie that the original director, Clark, could not put in. It the, the studio kept pushing for more gore and more gore and eventually made the movie that Jay wanted. This is one instance where the studio helped out Jay and helped out people that like popcorn, uh, gory movies. Even though, unless you're in UK, you didn't get the one like really cool fucking uh, drag scene. Did y'all see any of the deleted scenes for this? No. So the chick that was in uh, Eurotrip. Who yeah, gets, Michelle Trachtenberg. Yeah, who gets killed with the the fucking uh, skate. Mm-hmm. The, in the original original death scene, she didn't die like that. That was done because he didn't. The studio wanted her original death scene. He didn't want it, so he changed it to this. Her original death scene, she gets bagged on the head, her eye pulled out, and then she gets dragged down the hallway by her eye hole. Uh, way less gory, uh-huh. but way more fucking intense Yeah, than the stupid, I can tomahawk a fucking hockey skate into someone's head. But I like over-the-top stuff like that. But you would not rather have seen the fucking dragging scene? No, that sounds cool, too. I'm just saying, I don't know. I'm saying Any- things. Anything to do with eyeballs creeps me out. Like pulling eyeballs out or dragging people across the floor with their eye socket or whatever. Like, there was fucking. Uh, oh, that'd be cool. There was fucking <laughs> eyeballs everywhere in this movie. The one chick screensaver was an eyeball with wings. I know it was crazy. Like, That's just the NeverSoft logo. You know, I thought that too. I was like, oh shit, she's playing Tony Hawk. <laughs> so we have all these sorority girls who. Who don't get naked, but they all, all they are, are all attractive. I'd even take a run at the house mother. Just saying, who was in the original Black Christmas, by the way? See, it pays homage. Yeah, I thought that was pretty cool, actually. Yeah. So, what did y'all? How did y'all feel about the introduction to Billy? He's in his he's in his uh, little prison cell, and Santa Claus shows up. And at first, I was like. Damn, did Billy already escape and, and dress in a Santa Claus costume? That was fucking fast. <laughs> um, not the case. Uh, it was another guy who asked questions, and uh, he's looking at the f- plate of food like it's something weird, like they're giving him human food or something. Like they're giving him like pieces of human flesh. Mm-hmm. And one of my favorite lines is the guy just going, "It tastes like chicken because it is chicken." Yeah, I thought that was great. Like. Chicken looked gross to me, too. Like, they did a good job of making that look fleshy and disgusting. And I do like that opening. Like, I like the insanity ward. Like, I always like settings like that. And I love when uh, they open up his thing and he's got um, his cell 
whatever that the window thing and like you could see like the flashing christmas lights in there i think it makes a good setting i agree they do a, a very good job of of striking christmas home here mm-hmm. because they can't go five seconds without reminding you it's fucking christmas yeah just like <laughs> die hard die hard doesn't really remind you it's christmas constantly all the time what do you mean all the time it's not all the time at all <laughs> I'm just being difficult tonight. It's he pretty says, fun. Yippee ki yay, motherfucker, not Merry Christmas, dickweed. <laughs> <laughs> he says, now I have a machine gun. Ho, ho, ho. He does say that. I'll give you that. Um, So there's a really cool thing here where he, he gives the security guard a note that says, I'll be going home for Christmas. And so mm-hmm. when the security guard looks in, he sees a big hole in the wall. And... This motherfucker goes in. He doesn't call back up. Nothing. He just goes in. So, of course, uh, the killer, Billy, sucked a uh, fucking shank out of a candy cane and not only stabbed him, but broke it off, which is just rude. So Yeah, I, I was mad that the officer just walked on in there. That was like a head-shaking moment. It really was. Cops and then, in, cops in movies that are not the hero do that all the fucking time. Man. I know, I know. Drives me crazy some, after a while. And at the same time we have this going on, we have the uh, we have Claire in her room writing out her note to her sister. She's going to meet her long last sister and there's air blowing into the closet and you get the the first of 200 red red herrings in this movie. <laughs> as you go over there and she realizes it's just air and you go back and her pen's gone and we get Agnes coming out, which you don't know it's Agnes yet, but fuck you, it's Agnes. Uh, she <laughs> she bags her, bags and stabs. Now, get ready to hear bags and stabs a lot. because well, it was the cover of the original, so they had to put it in the movie 300 times. They bagged <laughs> one fucking person in the original. One. But it's the cover. D- why is it not the cover of this one? They could have just made this one the cover. Throw, bag her head, wrap some Christmas lights on her so they can still keep it that cool, artistic, uh, red and green cover on the black. And they didn't have to bag and stab everyone. I know, but that's what I'm saying. They did it a billion times because it's like the poster of the original movie. So they had to. I don't that's think the they, rule. I don't, if you remake a movie, you have to imitate the poster 300 times. You know, we just saw it, right? <laughs> yeah, and look how much clown was in it. A lot. <laughs> what about the fucking reptile hand? Are you just going to ignore his carnosaur fucking fingers? Uh, That was in the movie, too. Not fucking 300 times. You missed it. What do you mean I missed it? <laughs> oh, I, I was pretty distracted from all the uh. fucking other people. Yeah, yeah, I'm sorry re- you had a shitty experience. I ranted about it earlier today, and I recorded it, and it's going to come out at some point. Nice. <laughs> um. So, But I like this duality we have in this opening, where you have Billy, who is clearly not at the house, and people are still getting fucking killed at the house. Yeah, because so, you don't know what time the events take place. Uh, you kind of do, because both people are like, it's Christmas, Eve, because it's not Christmas Day, it's Christmas Eve. I actually didn't even think about that, the fact that people are getting murdered and he's not even out yet. 
Yeah, he's not even out That's yet. That's a good point. <laughs> so, like, the first time I watched this, I was like, are we jumping between flashbacks? What are we What are we doing? Mm-hmm. Is this the day before? But then it, it starts getting mentioned throughout the movie, it's Christmas Eve. Yeah, yeah. And so I like the duality opening because it's kind of a... I like when there's a... If they're going to do a twist, I want there to be clues that there's a twist. So when the twist happens... When you get the reveal, you can look back and go, oh, yeah, because of this, this, and this. So I actually love this opening because mm-hmm. it's already letting you know when you go back to – at the beginning of the – at the end of the movie, you're going to go back and be like, bam, there's, a, there's the, the clues right there. It was there all along. It wasn't some bullshit uh, Shyamalan twist that makes no sense. Yeah. It's there. They explain it throughout the movie, and that's fantastic. Um, something I'm a very, very big fan of. Me too. So, mm-hmm. yeah. with that, we then get into the meat of the movie, which is in this sorority house, where all these chicks are. Now, uh, so character-wise, do y'all feel like there was enough time to actually like get to know the characters? Jay, did you feel like you knew each character enough by the end of the movie? I don't need to know the characters in a slasher film. Okay. They just have to die. That's all I ever care about when I watch these things. Is I want to watch some person kill a whole bunch of other people. But it doesn't their death in at least semi creative ways. When, when, no, because I want them to die. They're just fodder for the killer. In my the way I watch slashers is the kills are my characters. The more creative the kills, the more fun I have with the movie. I don't care if you have a fucking Shakespearean drama with the characters if the kills are boring. But doesn't like the uh, man? That's crazy because I feel like kills are way better when I care about a character. Like go to Friday the Thirteenth Part Two. Mark getting fucking killed in the wheelchair means so much more to me because dude just got fucked in life and he was finally about to get laid and then he got a fucking machete to his face. Yeah, that sucks for him. But the fact that he was in a wheelchair, then got a machete in the face, and then fell down the stairs. Is what I cared about. But you add on top of that that he he was the only one not drinking, not going out to party, not smoking weed. He was trying to to be well for himself so he could get out of that wheelchair. And he's <laughs> gonna think... he's gonna get laid. And Jason just comes up and fucks that all up. Yeah. Doesn't that make the kill even better? No, that Car- doesn't. Carly, Carly, please tell uh, yeah. me you care more about the characters and it improves the kills. I do like it when I care about the characters. Like, in this movie in particular, um, the characters were cool, but at the same time, it's like they all just seemed kind of like the same person, I guess. Like, when that happens, I start getting people confused and mixing up their names, and at that point, I really just, it's like, okay, whatever, like, when they get killed. But, um, I mean, they at least all look different. I I can't stand when a movie has, like, a million white blonde chicks and then, like, you just have no idea who's who. So I will give it that for the movie. Like they at least look different and things like that, but you really don't get to know them and like, don't really give a shit about them. So it's just like, okay, whatever. Yeah. Cause that's not one of my biggest complaints in the movie is that even if they're going to use stereotypes, which they do slightly do, they have the one that drinks too much and, mm-hmm. uh, the, <laughs> the one who's kind of a snarky stuck up bitch. Well, and then the one who's in a relationship and the one who happened to bang the other chick's former 
boyfriend and make videos of it that somehow got on the internet because his friend was angry at him and stole a VHS tape and had the technology <laughs> to put that onto a computer and put it on the internet. Like, I don't know enough about you people for me to give a shit when you die. That's just it. You don't. And I don't. I think the only... Here, and you're going to probably laugh at this, but one of the only movies that actually, like, surprised me with the deaths, I Marley guess, is, me? maybe that's a bad way to say it, no, <laughs> is uh, Alien vs. Predator Requiem, because they kept introducing characters as if they were the hero and then immediately killing them, and I fucking loved that. They're like, come on, guys, I'm going to save the day. Bam, fucking blade to the face. You're dead. How did you even see that? How did I see what? Requiem, that movie's dark as shit. I can't tell uh, anyone apart uh, from that movie. Well, I can. You must have your brightness all the way up. I just, I just, but that's the only example I can think of it because they kept introducing characters of the hero. Because old slasher films, they all follow the same plot. There's always that one person that you know isn't going to get it and there's no tension. So I don't give a shit about the characters. I just want to see the director or the writer's idea of inventive kills. Man, that is crazy to me. Like, I want to know about the characters. I want to know, like, I want to know why this one tr- chick drinks so damn much. Yeah, yeah. Like, there's the got father be... touched her when she was a child. Uh, that might be true, but but tell me why. Like, like yeah, it felt like there was. It felt like there had to be a reason why she was sitting there drinking, but you never know. Yeah, it's just like, weird. I want to know. Like, the one chick I get the most backstory is the first one that fucking dies. <laughs> yeah and then and then the one the, the next chick who dies there's a developing backstory there but then she fucking dies and then you okay you're like okay well that backstory involves another character because they, they've slept with the same guy just one recorded it and mm. that ends up going fucking nowhere there's a fight yeah, I... he makes snarky ass comments and tell and just then just tells us the backstory of billy yeah i really See, didn't care at all about that whole um like sleeping with each other video stuff that was going on. I didn't even understand what was what the problem was at first. I've rewatched it and then I was like, oh, okay, I get it now. Cause like what? I felt like I just didn't know the characters enough. Yeah, first of all, I was I I was kind of like, why are you getting mad at him? He did this before he he was with you. Mm-hmm. He didn't put the video on there. Someone else did, and you're not even mad. You're not even giving a shit that your friend just had a sex video of herself put on the internet. No, you're mad because he did it before he was with you. Yeah. (laughs) Like, fuck out of here. Are you crazy? He's a decent dude. He he doesn't do drugs. He doesn't rob banks. Those are like the first two things I'm looking for in a dude. (laughs) If they they do drugs and rob banks. Yeah, if they don't do drugs and they don't rob banks, that's two things. The only other thing I want to see inside them is me. Well, this isn't going the way it was in my head. (laughs) Either way, I'm just saying, like, I'm just saying, like, I don't understand. Like, Jay, do you give a shit if uh, your partner has had, has recorded sex videos before? Before I was with them? Before you were with them, they did, they made sex videos. No, no, I don't give a shit. I want to watch that shit. See, exactly. (laughs) Don't invite me to your wedding. Invite me to the fucking... Night of your honeymoon so I can watch you have sex. That's way more interesting. Exactly. So I'm just saying, like, I just don't, like, a lot of the, 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 the problems in this movie with, is, for me, is the characters. And that's a fair, that's a fair complaint. 
I just personally don't care about that. So, okay. How do you feel, Jay, about the backstory of Billy? That they, his mother hated him because he's fucking a Simpsons character. And uh, <laughs> she, she killed the dad who's been nothing but nice to him. And gets a new husband who, who can't knock her up. So she bangs her 10 and or 12 year old son. Cause I'm not sure how old he is, but I'm sure it's one of those two ages, uh, gets pregnant, has a kid. And then he's finally had enough and he leaves his attic that he's been in forever and kills fucking everybody except his, his daughter slash sister that he just <laughs> ripped an eyeball out of. And then he made cookies out of his mom. How do you feel about that backstory? The cookies were to apologize for the eye. It's very kind. He didn't give He's... his sister any fucking cookies. <laughs> he didn't even invite her to the goddamn table. <laughs> She's sitting in the fucking corner, whimpering, without a fucking eye. Didn't even get to play with a new damn Christmas present. <laughs> he fucked that thing up, too. He's just misunderstood. Well, He's also a jerk. I don't yeah. care that he killed his mom. Or killed the stepdad. I get that. Why'd you have to rip the eye out of your fucking daughter slash sister? Fuck is yeah, this Game of Thrones? Jesus Christ. That was that was mean. And then you say the cookies is apology. He didn't even offer any. I don't even think he offered any to the cops. Cops show up. He's like, you want a cookie? No. He's just like, I'm going to eat these fucking pus filled cookies. Yeah. Delicious cookies. So you're okay with that backstory? You don't think that that's just going too far? I love when things are fucked up, even if they're fucked up to the point of being ridiculous. I'm fine. And I think so... they just, if they would have taken out the jaundice thing, maybe mm-hmm. don't. Yeah, yeah, I I agree that had that that did, you could have the same plot without that. Yeah, but like Carly, where are you at on yeah. this backstory? Um. I agree with the jaundice thing. I feel like they're trying to make it like an original character. Like you got Freddy Krueger's all burnt up, so let's make this guy yellow. And like I just thought it looked kind of silly, like just pure yellow skin. I was like, it's not scary or anything. And you know, I think that's a real disorder, so I can't like I don't want to like talk too much shit. But it's just like they like I really don't think hype. it actually looks like that. <laughs> no, 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 yellow bright tinted. gold. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I knew that. You, yeah. But you don't look like a goddamn Simpsons character. Yeah, exactly. I just feel like it was way too over the top. And then, like, you know, like, I like the backstory a little bit because just for the sake of it being, like, a tale at that sorority place, like, I like how they buy a gift for the killer every year as a tradition, and then they have this, like, cool urban legend about him, which, I mean, the fact that it's a true story is kind of dumb, but, like, I just like whenever there's, like, a history to a house or something like that to give like creepy vibes but the story itself was just a little over the top and I think it's it's weird how like it's like the mom who was the crazy one and like abusive and like hated the kid and then the dad was like the sweet guy like I feel like the dad would have left with the son by the time he was a little older instead of just sticking around and getting murdered like that Holy shit, I never thought about that. Why was the dad still with her? Yeah, they're like, they hated each other. And I'm just like, well, get a divorce or separate. Like, the kid's like 10 years old now. Yeah, and she's obviously treating your son terrible. And you obviously love your son. 
Yeah. Like you can, I'm sure the law would be on his side if he tried to get a, get the kid away from her. For real. That is a good point. I didn't think about that. Mm-hmm. Huh. Okay. So, yeah, I think they, I, I, I think they could, I can't wait till they remake this version and then the jaundice community gets pissed <laughs> about the whitewashing when they cast a white actor. <laughs> Uh, yeah, you cast an actual person whose kidneys are failing. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking, uh, yeah, so I, I, I'm fine with everything else except the jaundice. I just, for some reason, that s- sticks to me, and I'm just like, take it out. I can deal with the, the locking the kid in the attic, the killing the father, the banging uh, the mom-child sex. Totally fine with all of that. Um, yeah. That's just, just a fucking Tuesday in Alabama. Who gives a shit? You don't need to add <laughs> jaundice to it. Um... Okay, so we've talked about the characters. We've talked about this backstory. Let's go ahead and talk about this twist really quick. Now, Carly, did you see the twist coming? Did you realize that Agnes was the daughter's sister, was in the house, and she was the one helping kill? At what point did you figure out what was going on? Well... It's funny because, like, the, um, you know how there's that very, like, obvious, like, scene with that weird girl, Eve? Yes. And, like, it's so obvious that they're trying to, like, get you to think, like, oh, that must be, that must be Agnes. Because then they cut to, like, the backstory of how Agnes came to be. Like, I actually, the first time I watched it, I actually believed that Eve was Agnes just because they made it so obvious that... It's like they were trying to trick the audience into thinking, like, oh, maybe this is actually Eve, and they're making it obvious, so we think it isn't. So when I first watched it, like, I thought, like, it was going to end up being that character, and then, like, on second watch, I was like, oh, that's kind of stupid. But, um, so, yeah, I mean, my first time watch, I fell for the red herring there. I I did, too. I'm completely with you. I was like... Uh Oh, shit, because you don't, when you're first introduced to Eve, you don't know tons about Agnes, so there's mm-hmm. enough mystery there for you to, to, to get on board. And I, the only thing that threw me off was that Eve was attractive. And I felt like in this movie, they would have made, uh, if, if Eve was the killer, she would have been a little less attractive. They yeah. did the whole, like... um no makeup nerdy thing but they kind of mm-hmm. did the same thing they did in the Carrie remake where they still casted someone who was too attractive for that role yeah and especially like when you get the flashback and you actually see the little kid Agnes like it looks nothing like that girl like the little kids kind of like homely looking so it really did not make sense that she would grow up to be that girl plastic surgery oh well she could have lost the baby weight stayed on Jenny Craig dyed the hair blonde, and pulled it off. I'm not saying she couldn't, but mm-hmm. it just, I fell for the red herring at first, but watching it this time, I was just like, Jerry, how did you fall for that? Like, yeah, me too. Literally, one, this movie has 200 red herrings, and that's the one you fell for? <laughs> like, just... come on. Now, yeah, stupid. Yeah, okay, well, Jay. <laughs> <laughs> Nope, nope, I didn't uh, fall you, for any of the fake twists. You didn't fall for a single one. 
Nope, I'm a genius detective. Really? Are you? Yeah, I was smoking a pipe the whole time. You don't smoke. <laughs> <laughs> I literally no, I know you smoke. don't smoke. <laughs> no, I don't smoke, and yes, I did fall for it. I'm as stupid as you. Yes! That's what I like to hear. <laughs> I feel a lot better now. Yeah, so I, I mean, so yeah, but... The, when we get towards the end and we actually find out that there are two killers, it is Billy and Agnes, you're kind of like, oh, okay. Then, Wonder Twin powers activate. Yeah, it's not Billy in a blonde wig. Because we know Billy doesn't wear a blonde wig and we see a chick running, well, what well, looks like a chick, running around in a blonde wig throughout this movie, uh, mm-hmm. killing people, groping people while they're sleeping. That's my favorite pastime. Groping people while they're sleeping? Yes. That's not good, Jay. That's not a healthy thing. Do you at least, hey, when you go to sleep, can I play with your tits? Is that cool? Do you ask oh, no, that it's, first? It, it's strangers' houses. It's... <laughs> Lock your doors. Hide your wife. <laughs> so, yeah, okay, so you you have... My bad. <laughs> so, towards the end, you, you find out you've got uh, white chicks and jaundice. <laughs> they're both in the house okay good nicknames good nicknames yeah you know you gotta call them what they are right um and and at this point you get you have like what two people left alive by the time you get this reveal you've got uh lee lay whatever they want to call her which was the sister to claire who died and then the main blonde chick who uh her name is Starts with a K. I, Kelly? Kelly. It's Kelly because who gives a shit what her name is? I don't. I just want to see her die. Literally. Exactly. No one cares about Kelly. She's She was a dick to her boyfriend, so I'm, I'm not taking her side. And I don't care about for her rest of the movie because I get no backstory on her. Nothing. I know nothing about her. I, I don't. I got more backstory on people who died in the first ten minutes. Yeah. Like, I had no idea who the, like you know, final girls or girl is going to be in this movie. I was like, okay, like the blonde girl. I was expecting like, I don't know, just another one of the brown haired girls. Like I didn't really see that coming because like they all just seemed the same. Like they had the same stories and like same amount of interest. So okay, couldn't really guess it. When I first started watching this movie, I 100% thought the main because I know they started showing like the blonde chick first but I I but as the movie progressed I thought that was just setting up the boyfriend could be the killer thing. I thought mm, the yeah. main care the the main final girl was the chick from Eurotrip. Which Jay, That's what I name? thought it was going to be too, Michelle Trachtenberg. Yeah. Oh okay, yeah. Miss Miss fucking lips over there. Yeah, Harriet the Spy. Yeah. I, I 100% thought it was going to be... Oh my god, I just thought of an orange VHS tape. The Harriet no. Spy VHS tape <laughs> yeah. was orange. Sorry. It's because it was Nickelodeon. Yeah. Uh, so I thought it was 100% her. Now, Carly, did you feel like it was going to be Kelly because of that first scene? Or did you also kind of get the vibe that it might be someone else? I got the vibe it might be someone else. Like, I don't know why. I just... I don't know why, really. Like, I just didn't feel like it was going to be that girl to me. Yeah, there, there's just no connection to, to the characters here. Yeah, um, yeah. In fact, honestly, one of the characters I feel for the most is actually the boyfriend. Uh, I think his name was Kyle. 
Because he's like, look, I've lived in this town. This house used to scare the shit out of me. Like, I know the backstory that, that's going on here. Well, y'all are just like some kind of stuck-up rich bitches that I have sex with every once in a while and record. <laughs> yes, direct quote. Yeah, that's directly. I, I took it from Basically. the script. Um, <laughs> so, like, I like... He's like, I actually liked him more and he just kind of, he shows up, he disappears. He shows up with a red herring climbing through the window. He disappears again. He shows up as another red herring outside the house at the very end of the movie. And then he just gets yanked into the attic and that's the end of that. Yeah. He's just there to be like the, look like the dickhead boyfriend, basically. Yeah. And I'm tired of there Hollywood has to be a boyfriend. No, I'm tired of that Hollywood stereotype. There has to be, so you think it's the killer. That's how it works. Why can't there be a, a dickhead girlfriend? Why can't one of them be a lesbian? They can be. It's their Wait. right to choose. I think well, the you got a dickhead mom. A lesbian. Wait, what? Well, you got a dickhead mom in this, you know. I mean, with Who's the backstory, at least. I don't feel like the how the the house mother was a dick. She was actually pretty nice. Now the sister was kind of a bitch. No, she said the backstory. She yeah, about yeah. Billy's mom. Oh well, yeah, you had her, but I I don't really like. I, she's she's fucking uh uh. What's the word? Her son. No fucking fucking. Yeah. <laughs> she's all in. True. She's all in uh, dream. Not dream sequences, but she's flashbacks. Flashbacks. She's yeah, a flashback character. Day, she ain't right? in the fucking movie. Yeah, kind of doesn't count. Like, I'm just saying, let's 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 stir the pot and do some new tropes here. Maybe, maybe uh, the whole time in the movie when me and Jay are getting fucking murdered, it's it's not one of us being the dickhead boyfriend. Maybe it's Carly being a dickhead girlfriend. I could do that. Yeah, Carly could be a dickhead. Girlfriend is she? Uh, I not one of us. We're not that talented. Oh, I'm so lonely. <laughs> oh, fucking so yeah. So I'm just saying, like, let's let's start the pot. Let's mix it up. But I completely forgot where we were on because I'm just going because this movie has so many <laughs> tangents I can get into. Um, uh, so it's fun to hear you get off on a tangent too. Yeah, that's true. Hey, his name was Kyle because I have in my notes Kyle was banging Megan because apparently yeah. Megan was the other chick. Um, so, you, you, I, now, let's talk about some things that were really dope in this movie. Like a Christmas tree filled with heads. Pretty cool. Pretty dope. I was a fan of that. I thought that was fucking hilarious. Yeah. I don't know when, when Agnes found the time to fucking do that. (laughs) (laughs) But I dig it. And there were some, like... I wouldn't say this has great kills in it, but there's some cool ones. But they, a lot of them, they just kind of repeat the, the, the bag and stab. And I wasn't a fan of the the uh, fucking hockey ski. And then there's a couple of deaths that are kind of off screen. Like the, the chick who... the I always call her the religious chick because she says something that I think was slightly religious. I think she was talking shit about pagans or something. She dies in the car and blood just goes everywhere. You see nothing. Yeah, but at least there was lots of blood. There was lots nah. of blood, but you didn't, like, see anything. That's okay. I like bloodbaths. 
And then, like, the house mother just backs up and gets an icicle through her head or something. Did yeah, you know awesome. they actually had an explanation for how that was possible? Because it is possible for a, an icicle to just fall on you and you die. But mm-hmm. for it to go through a part of your skull, you have to have a weakened part of your skull. And they had a backstory that she had a skiing injury when she was a kid that they didn't take her to a hospital because it just felt like a headache for a few days. And so that's just a weakened part of her skull. Oh, Jesus Christ. Oh, my God. <laughs> that, that, I, I, hey, I read it. It was there. Um, also, side note, Icicle is the perfect weapon. Hey, side notes. If you're going to murder somebody, you just make an icicle, you kill him with it, and then it turns into water. And you can't get fingerprints from water. I just keep Ooh. reminding people how fucking terrible the world is, and they eventually kill themselves, and then I just count that. I put that on my tally. <laughs> That's fair. <laughs> so, uh, does anyone have a favorite kill? Because I really don't have a favorite kill in this movie. I love the cookie cutter. The cookie, the flesh cookies. <laughs> okay, fair enough. Flesh cookies. It's kind of an after kill moment. <laughs> yeah, well, just, yeah. But I, will, I just, I'm that's my, that's dead. what I like. I like that. I like, he's like, I'm like, ah, ha, 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 ha. That is so gruesome. Like, I have two problems, and that is incest and people eating people, and then this movie has both of them, and I just cringe the whole time. Well, Carly's not allowed in Alabama. <laughs> Absolutely not. So, Carly, do you have a favorite kill? Um, not necessarily. I kind of like, like, this is kind of a weak kill, but I just like how he, um, makes the candy cane into, like, a shank, as you said, and, like, stabs the guy. I just think that's, like, cool how he turns his candy cane into a weapon. Okay, I like, I feel that. My favorite kill is the, uh, unicorn stabbing just because that's a throwback to the first movie mm-hmm. i don't know if i needed agnes molesting her but you know right. <laughs> that actually and that's only in the uncut version which is why we watched the uncut version mm-hmm. that whole her whole death scene isn't in the theatrical version oh really yeah. they we just, need more death they just show up and she's got her fucking eye stabbed out dang yeah um so I have a few weird things in this movie I want to talk about. You know when uh, the house mother is roasting marshmallows and she's like, well, the difference between uh, her and Billy is Billy lived there. And then she eats the marshmallow that's blackened. Uh huh. That bitch clearly puts her lips on that metal and that shit would have been hot. <laughs> that's true. Yeah. I do Did not, not think about that. those kind of flaws in movies. You know what? You know, this is kind of separate from horror, but my biggest pet peeve is of things that don't that don't happen. <laughs> I don't really like marshmallows, but no, that's either. not it. They're fucking the, disgusting. My, my biggest pet peeves with movies that that is something that doesn't happen in real life is whenever somebody picks up a gun, they pull the slide or they they, they pump the shotgun. And if you had a gun that's loaded in real life, all that does is waste a bullet. The only time you pull the slide on a handgun is after you reload. If you're a cop, if you're a soldier, and your gun isn't loaded before you're going into battle, there's something wrong with you. (laughs) See, I didn't know that. I don't know anything about guns, because I'm not allowed to own one. Um, (laughs) Who did you murder? (laughs) No, but if I have a gun, probably myself. 
Oh, yeah, that's, uh, yeah, Jerry, I'm with you on I'm that one. I'm a responsible person with depression. I know <laughs> I should not own a fucking gun. Well, I have friends who own guns, and I like to play with them, but I don't own one for the well, same I, I reason, mean, actually. Owns fucking a couple of guns. He's got a safe at his house. I've seen it. <laughs> but, yeah, that's that's my biggest movie pet peeve. I'm like, that just doesn't make any sense. I don't care if it looks cool. My biggest pet peeve is when they have an awesome idea and they fail at the execution, like Nightmare on Elm Street. I'll kill you. <laughs> um, another thing that bothers me, when Billy kills the Santa Claus, he guts that motherfucker, okay? Not one drop of blood is on that Santa suit when he walks out. Not one. Yeah... Like, him and Michael Caine apparently shop at the same uh, fucking clothing store where they can get clothes that just repels water and blood and <laughs> fucking everything. How do you know there wasn't any blood? It's red. Because of the bright-ass white fur that has absolutely no blood where there would have been blood because he got gutted. Like, intestines fell out. It only got on the red parts. Uh, I'm not going to accept that, Jay. I'm, oh. I'm just not. Okay. That's, you can return that back to the store for a full refund. All right. And Maybe he I kept, stopped at the I laundromat I, real quick. I kept the receipt. Yeah, he went to the laundromat that's inside the hospital. Yes, yes, they have. He had quarters on him, and he was like, I got to take care of this. Yeah. Maybe. I'm also, Cockblock, he was about to have sex with a nurse who was way too hot for him. And she was probably only sleeping with him because her boyfriend just dumped her right before Christmas. So, Billy is a dick. <laughs> just saying. Um, I just realized I get really angry when, when people, like, get killed right before they're about to get laid. Yeah, I've noticed that. I, I didn't notice it until right now, until this movie. Um, another thing that bothered me. What's the difference between a serial killer and a spree killer, guys? Because it's not the fucking uh, definition she said. That made me so mad, too. I was like, what? Yeah, she was well, like... Was it like a, they do it for oh, sexual desire or something like that? Yeah, she was like, a uh, serial no, killer... No, well, a serial killer... Go ahead. Uh, a serial killer is a person who commits a series of murders, often with no apparent motive and typically following a characteristic, predictable behavior pattern. Not because they want to come. That could be part of it, but it's not necessarily has to be there. Oh, yeah, no, that's not right at all. And then <laughs> spree killer is someone who kills two or more victims in a short time in multiple locations. Literally, they, they, they kill someone at a McDonald's. They go over to a Taco Bell. They kill someone there. Bam, spree killer. This dude killed fucking, uh, when he was arrested, he was, at that point, he had killed two people. That's it. That is not a spree killer. Nope. That's just a double homicide. Yeah. At, be at best, you could call him a serial killer for knocking out two people. I don't know if they have a, a limit of how many no. people you have to kill. You have to have... There has to be, uh, like, a ritual and whatnot. Like, it has to be I the same like type of murder over and over again. I feel like making cookies out of your mother's skin is a ritual. Yeah. Well, that's true. So, I, that's what I'm saying. I'm not saying that he is a serial killer, but I'm saying... At that point, you would clearly call him a serial killer, not a spree killer. That's true. 
Now, mm-hmm. Jay, is there anything in this movie you actually don't like? Um, no. Okay. Carly. <laughs> it's just, it's super entertaining to me. Like, okay, so I'm the kind of person who can acknowledge that a movie isn't good and still enjoy the shit out of it. Okay, same so there yeah. are it. There are definitely issues with the movie. They just don't bother me at all. Okay. So, Carly, do you have anything in this movie that we have not talked about yet that you really don't like? Uh, yeah, the entire ending. <laughs> like, the entire third part in the hospital. I just felt like it could have ended, like, at the house. I just felt like bringing it to the hospital made it a little more ridiculous and kind of made it drag on and like at that point i kind of get a little bored and like eye rolly i just i'm not a fan of that okay i'm gonna make you feel a little bit better the original ending that was filmed it's on the dvd you can watch it um ends with kelly and lee going to the Mm -hmm. hospital and uh kelly's phone goes off and they get a phone call from Kyle's phone, I think it was, and mm-hmm. it's it's one of the two people. You really, I don't think, I don't know if they tell you who because I can't remember. Um, and they're alive, and the movie ends. Oh, okay. So it's more akin to the original Black Christmas because in Black Christmas, Billy lives and is not captured, and he just yeah, gets I love like that. Yeah, that ending is just perfect in the original, and I just felt like this ending just took it a little bit too far, but. With the ending you just explained, that sounds like I would like it a lot better. Yes, and there's also another ending uh, that wasn't filmed, but it, it's it's very similar to this ending to the ending you get in the movie. Um, mm-hmm. And another interesting fact is originally um, Billy was not going to be in the movie. He would have been dead. He died in the hospital, and this was just Agnes doing all of this, which hmm. I think they should have done. Yeah, that would have been cool. That um, would have been cool. Yeah, but that would studio interference killed it. Um, just like uh, the Euro Trip chick, she originally survived in the script and was only killed because the actress requested to be killed. Oh, okay. I don't know <laughs> if it was just like, dude, if I'm in a slasher movie, I'm getting fucking murked. Yeah, I probably yeah, would. I would want to die too. Yeah. Or, mm-hmm. or yeah. she was like, I don't want to be in a sequel if this makes money. (laughs) Which it did not make money, so she didn't have to worry about that. So, okay. So, yeah, I'm with Carly. The ending at the hospital goes way too far. It's stupid. It doesn't feel climatic. 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 How can I speak? Um, Clamato. (laughs) Chlamydia. Um, (laughs) It doesn't feel fulfilling. I'm just like... Like, when yeah. Billy's... Cha- like, first of all, uh, why does Agnes have no burns on her? Billy's all fucking burnt the fuck up. And Agnes just perfectly fine. Like, f- fuck out of here. And then plus, they put them in body bags without checking their pulses or anything? Yeah, that did not make sense. Like, no. And then they kill a dude who literally is being away from his family to help people in a hospital. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's drinking on the job, but, you know, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes you got to do what you got to do. Right. Um, And so I, it was just like, they come back up, 
uh, Agnes kills Lee, which which was a cool neck snap. That was cool. Um, uh, Kelly comes in and sees the blood coming in the the light. That was kind of cool. And then she electroshocks fucking uh, Agnes to the face, which is the only reason I think Agnes was not burned, is so that they could do that scene. Yeah. And even then, I was just like that. I mean, that wasn't that cool. I mean, I'm yeah. Not, I'm not going crazy over that. And then the chase scene with her and Billy. Like, no one is stopping Billy. He's She is running down the hallway, pushing shit over. Obviously, like, filled with fear. And a guy mm-hmm. whose half his goddamn face is burned, and the other half is fucking yellow. No one's stopping. <laughs> yeah. And in reality, there would be plenty of people, security and whatnot, jumping that guy. Yeah, or asking her, her what's wrong. Like, yeah, like, hospital. Hey. Like, this is, like, you have people who have trauma that come in here and might freak out. You you should be right. on the ball here. Mm-hmm. And then we just get her throwing him over and he lands on a fucking Christmas spike. And it's such a stereotypical, like, just last shot, like, seeing your the dead person laying there. And then it's just, like, showing her with this, like, victorious look on her face. And I'm just, like, I've seen that shot just so many times. Yeah, so I was just like, eh, I don't, I'm just not really feeling this ending. Um, Now, I do agree with Jay that it is an entertaining movie. Mm -hmm. I do have fun with it. Yeah, definitely. But when I start, like, digging into it or comparing it to the original, it just falls apart hard for me. Now... I mentioned earlier that I hate the fucking trailer for this movie. And that's because the Weinsteins went behind the director's back, hired an actress to film two scenes that are not in the movie that they put in the trailer just to to get people to come see the movie. And that's the the girl finds uh, someone trapped under the water and a hand comes out. Not in the fucking movie. And then the one scene that is actually really cool that should have would have been kind of cool in the movie is the chick who's getting uh, she's wrapped up in the Christmas lights as she's falling or getting reeled back in one of the two. Neither one of those scenes are, that are in the trailer are in the fucking movie. That happens all the time, though. But here's the thing: the difference is, is those scenes are usually edited out and come out as mm-hmm. deleted scenes. These were filmed after the movie was completed and used. Just for the trailer with no intention. Uh, the actress that was in the fucking scenes was not in the fucking movie. Mm, that's funny. That Like, that's just kind of fucked up. Yeah, I can't really respect that. That's just, like, false advertisement. Yeah, that's true. Okay, well, you win this one. Yeah, so I'm just like... <laughs> like yeah. <laughs> do win. No, Kenneth tagged me and shit. I'm like, why is Kenneth tagging me on Facebook and he can't fucking podcast? This motherfucker. <laughs> no, I know why I can't. But still, like, I was just like, uh, why would you do that? Like, I understand a scene being cut out. It, like, they make the trailer. They record something. They're like, this will look really good in the trailer. And then they go, ah, it doesn't really work in the movie. It was cool for the trailer, not work for the movie. It'll come out as a del- deleted scene. Completely mm. get that. Yeah. But literally, the trailer and the trailer with those scenes are not on the DVD. I wonder fucking why. Nor is the TV spot 
that they recorded that has the Eurotrip chick with a shotgun saying Merry Christmas, motherfucker, as she shoots at a door. <laughs> Which is not in, anywhere in the movie at all. But the director uh-huh. didn't know about that one. So, I, I say, so, does anyone have anything else they want to say about Black Christmas? Besides me, apparently. I will say um, one of... One of the cringiest lines was like when he's like the girl's like your your brother's not here and then Agnes is like no my daddy is I was just like that's gross. Okay. <laughs> oh, I, I, all right. We're we're gonna get into a little personal with all three of us. Jay, we'll start with yes. you mostly because I know okay. your answer. My body's ready. Okay. <laughs> Are you okay with? Uh, someone you're being sexually involved with calling you daddy. Uh, yeah. Uh, okay, I'm just checking. Okay. I'm not really into it, but it's more because I don't want people to... I'm from Alabama. I have to worry about people thinking things about me. I'm not really <laughs> into it. Um, I don't judge you, buddy. I, I'm, I'm not a fan. Um, I don't think there's anything wrong with it. If that's what you want to do. I'm cool with it. But I'm not really into it. Now, Carly, I'm assuming from your your cringing at that line, you're not a fan of it either. No, just like I just can't. Now, like, it, I feel... I, so, so you're not going to call anyone daddy. On the flip side, you're going to let anyone call you mama. No, <laughs> no, no, no. It's just like that's that's my like I don't want to picture my parents whenever talking about. So, you know, I, I don't even know how to word it. You know, just no, a whole bunch of no. Please don't call me mom while you're touching my ass. Thank you. Yeah. Jeez. <laughs> like, have some respect. Yeah, sister, and that's it. <laughs> I'm your sister. Call me I'm Agnes. Your sister. <laughs> oh. oh, the Joe Dirt scene was fucking great. I'm sorry. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's what I was thinking of too. Uh. So okay. With this, we're going to get into rating. Now, Carly, you can rate this however you want, whatever scale you normally use to rate things. But, much like your Netflix and Chill podcast, we go by a Netflix rating. Uh, one through five. Five, you, oh, okay. you loved it. Four, you really liked it. Three, you liked it. Two, you didn't like it. Uh, one, you hated it. Zero, uh, someone should have. Marty McFly went back in time and cause the abortion that would make this movie not happen <laughs> well i guess we just have to get rid of the original then no 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 no, no that's not true <laughs> hold up yeah Slow because if the original didn't exist so, this wouldn't have ever been made okay so carly uh since you're the guest i'm gonna let you go first why thank you okay um so with this movie like i found it to be pretty entertaining for what it was and I tried not to really compare it to the original too much um and while it is it has aspects like the original I kind of consider it to be a loose remake because when you think about it the story is like pretty different besides like them being sorority girls and like getting the strange phone calls like you get all that backstory and then everything's taking place on one night and just different elements like that and I do like the Christmas setting. I feel like, kind of like in the original, they did a good job with the Christmas atmosphere and all the lighting was pretty solid. And 
you know, my only complaints are with like the ridiculousness of the backstory and just like the ending and things like that. So on my sc- I usually rate from one to 10 and, um, I think I had this one at a seven. So I guess like on your scale, that would translate to like maybe a three or a 3.5. Okay. Fair enough. Uh, Jay, where are you at? Uh, solid four just for the entertainment factor. I kind of expected that. <laughs> you should have. I have two ratings. I have brain on and brain off ratings. Ooh. Um, Brain off rating will go first. The brain off rating is a three. I, I, I enjoy the film. I think it's a fun watch. It would be one that I would love to throw on, like, if I'm having a party and want to put on a horror movie in the background. I can see putting this on. Um, I do like things in the film. I do like how they handed the phone calls. I do like the double voices on the phone calls. I thought those were really entertaining and done really well. The kills are okay. Um, I like... What they did with the backstory, I just think they went too far with it. So, uh, it's it's a three. I could watch this movie again as, as just sitting back. Um, Brain On, though, means I have to bring it and compare it to Black Christmas. And that I when I do that, I give it a two. Because I just don't... I don't hate it. I'm I'm glad they tried to do something different. And they did. they tried to put more of a backstory in it. I just really wish they would have made let the director make the movie he wanted to make because mm-hmm. he was a friend of Clark, the original director of Black Christmas. They were friends. Clark knew about the original story. He liked the original story. I wish they would have let him do that instead of getting so much studio interference. Um, that, is, that is a big problem. Um, and then what, what sucks even worse, to add more salt to me, because this movie bombed, Clark decided to make a direct sequel to his bl- original Black Christmas, but he with and some of the original actors were signed on, but he died before he could make it. So I just I have to deal with the pain now of, of that where it would have been like it would have been the Halloween too. We would have got a backstory um, of why Billy did all this, what Billy did after he escaped, you know, the next day. On Christmas Day, I think it would have been great. It would have it would have been the Halloween two, just like H two O, because it would have been like fucking twenty uh, plus another ten years plus another ten years later. <laughs> <laughs> but it would have happened the next day. It would have been cool. Um, so I, I, I'm at a, a two when I when I compare it to Black Christmas, and a three if I just turn my brain off completely. Fair enough. Yeah. Um, so I, I think we're all, we would all say, check out the movie. It's not a lot. I know a lot of people just fucking hate this movie. And I think it's because they cannot turn off that black Christmas original. Yeah. And I get that. I understand that. But the movie, if you turn off your brain, it's a great popcorn film. And let's be honest, horror is a genre where a popcorn film is okay. It's completely okay to have. I still think it's a great, like, Christmas horror film, you know? It's got one of the better vibes of Christmas, so, like, I would turn it on around Christmas time just for the entertainment value. Yeah. No, okay. Here's a good question. Carly, you get yes. one horror movie to watch during Christmas. What do you choose? On the spot. Uh, I don't need, like, I don't, I'm not familiar with too many Christmas horror movies right now, to be completely honest. Like, really, all I've really seen is, like... This one, Black Christmas original, like, both of the Jack Frost movies. And I know what my answer is. 
That's about it. So I'd probably go with the original Black Christmas. Okay. I'm going to tell you mine, and I hope that this will be a high recommendation for you because I got it got recommended to me by Watson. So you know if Watson recommends it, it's got to be good. Oh, yeah. Uh, well, that's not true. He, he, there's some movies he likes that I still don't understand why he likes them. Um, <laughs> fuck the witch. Um, so yeah, it's, it's Krampus. I hear so many good things about that. I still have not checked it out. It is so interesting, so good. I and I and I'm really excited because he's doing the he's doing Godzilla two, so I'm even fucking stoked. But he did Trick or Treat, which was pretty decent. But Krampus knocked it out of the park. I fucking love Krampus. That will be a movie I watch every year for Christmas. Which is funny because you didn't really like Trick or Treat. I I just think Trick or Treat like. I think Trick or Treat got a little overhyped for me. Um, mm. While it was good, a lot of your kill scenes uh, are off screen. Some of the stories just really are not that great. And the way they try to to get every single one to like go with each other almost felt a little too forced. But I did like Trick or Treat. I could, I, I could watch it again. I might watch it this year in October uh, for my second viewing for one of my... Uh, movies for 31 days um oh man that's gonna be so fun oh yeah we gotta do it again jay uh oh yeah it's how this thing started we can't go a year without doing that since that's what led to this podcast getting started that's very (laughs) true now jay what is your christmas movie um so actually i while when you mentioned krampus it reminded me of what it was kind of like and i changed my answer in my head so originally i was gonna say santa's sleigh and I don't know if either of you have ever seen that movie, but it stars Bill Goldberg as Santa. And the storyline is that Santa used to come down every year at Christmas and kill people. Then an angel challenged him to a curling match. And because he lost that curling match, he had to be good to people for 2,000 years. <laughs> and the movie opens at the end of that 2,000 years. And now Santa has started to kill people again. And it's just, it's straight, like, horror comedy. There's no, like, whatever. And it's fucking hilarious. It opens with him killing Fran Drescher and Chris Kattan. Well, fucking sign me up. <laughs> killing the nanny it's and fucking, fucking he, like, Romano. He comes, down, he comes down the chimney, like, this little poodle barks at him. He punts the poodle into the ceiling, ceiling fan. <laughs> and he, like, sets Fran Drescher's head on fire. It's fucking hilarious. Um, but when you mentioned Krampus, Krampus reminded me of gremlins and gremlins is a christmas movie so i'm actually gonna go with gremlins fair enough i'll i I know a lot of people go with gremlins i can i can understand that Um, but if i'm gonna go off the rails here santa slay and i highly suggest you watch that movie because it's fucking i think i'm gonna try to wait until till christmas time to watch it but i think i'm gonna watch and it's slay as in kill s-a-l-s-l-a-y okay so beyonce got it um yeah now carly you are doing the 31 uh, days of Halloween and you're, you're going to try to do a review a day for your YouTube channel, right? Yes, correct. I'm not that dedicated. I'm not. I couldn't <laughs> do it. I could not fucking do it. Maybe, maybe, uh, oh, you know what I'll do? Maybe I'll just do quick weekly recaps. That could be good. Oh, yeah, that, that would work. Oh, that'd be a way easier way. I might, I might fucking yeah, we do can that do, with We you can guys. do four, yeah, we can do four weekly recaps, and I'll just, we'll just quickly go through what we watched in our ratings, I think. I yeah. think that's what I'll do. Well, last year we kind of broke down our list into two different podcasts, where one podcast we talked about 
um, what we had watched up till then. The next podcast, we covered everything else. Right. Um, but this year, we're doing at least three shows during October. Yeah, so, I think I'll keep the we'll we'll update people maybe, but I think I'd like to do a YouTube videos. So you hear that, people? We just made the decision: YouTube videos for updated lists for Thirty Days of Horror. Yeah, we're taking Carly's idea, but being lazy about it. Yeah, come on, the true American <laughs> way. Yes, <laughs> exactly. Take a woman's idea and claim it as yourself because you're a man. <laughs> that is that is the Messed true up. American way. Now, okay, Carly. Now, Jay. Um, was he sets up rules for himself when he does this? Um, like mm-hmm. one year he did movies he had every movie he watched he had never seen before. Yeah, mm-hmm. that was fun. I'm really lazy and I have no rules. Whatever the fuck I want to watch, I watch. If I want to watch a mystery science theater three thousand version of a horror movie, I fucking do it. I don't care if I've seen the movie two hundred times. I don't care. I watch it. I'm lazy. How are you tackling this year? Have you decided if you're going to have any rules or a theme or anything? My theme is going to be horror movies that have like a Halloween setting to them. So for example, like trick or treat or Halloween or like, um, what else? Uh, may there's a part where like Halloween comes up and then like pet cemetery too has like a Halloween part. So anything like revolving around Halloween or like Halloween, Eve, Are I'm there gonna 30 do. horror movies that take place in or around Halloween? Well, for one thing, I'm going to cheat and do like the Halloween franchise just because it's my first time doing these reviews. So I figured they'd be easy. And also that would give me like, what, 10 or 11 movies right there. And um, yeah, I did some research and there are there's a good amount of movies set on Halloween. Now, whether or not they're all good movies, who knows? But that's the fun of it. I'm just trying to kind of find them. Uh, either on the internet or when I'm out shopping around and things like that. So, yeah, I'm a big fan of having themes to my stuff. Okay, fair enough. See, hardworking. Not like me. <laughs> I just, I just, I just don't, I, I have a hard, I, I don't watch a movie every day. So, like, mm-hmm. October yeah, is right. actually really hard for me to hit every single day. In fact, there's some days where I double up on a day and I'll watch two movies so that I can have one in my back pocket that I can pull out and be like, bam, I missed today, but here's See, the movie for it. I've done that all the years that I've been doing this. I've done that. If I miss a day, as long as I watch 30 movies or 31, however many days are in October, as long as I watch 30 movies within the month of October, I count it as a win. Because there's some days where I'm just too busy and I don't have time to sit down for an hour and a half yeah. and watch a movie. Plus, the weekend of Halloween, I'm going to a horror convention, so I literally can't watch movies on those three mm-hmm. days. Uh, you better walk around with your phone. <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean, walk around with my phone? To watch a movie. No, yeah. I, I can't waste the battery a, on my phone. I'm going to try to get people joke. to do fucking uh, Kill the Cash drops for us. I'm going to be like, hey, yo, Sid Haig, tell, lie to people and tell them you listen to Kill the Cast. Uh, they all will if you give them enough fucking money. Yeah, yeah that's, honestly. That's true. Well, I've started raising my money. I have um I have $140 so far. Who's going to be there? Um Actually, you know what? We'll talk about that off air. Okay. Never mind. I don't want to get too crazy. <laughs> well, fair enough. So, before we get out of here, Carly, tell people where they can find you at. Specifically well, your home address and what time you go to sleep. 
Um, <laughs> social security number and all that too. Which uh, which direction does your bathroom window face again? <laughs> no, no, guys. Um, okay, but seriously, um, you can find me on YouTube. My account is Carly317. Simple as that. Carly317. Um, couldn't find a really unique name for my account, but you know, whatever. And then um, on Facebook, my name is Carly Anderson. You can always add me on there. Um, I will certainly accept you as long as you're not going to murder me. And then uh, well, there goes also... your chance, Jay. Yeah. <laughs> and then also, um, I have my own podcast with uh, JP. We, he, we are co-hosts together, and it is Netflix and Chill Horror Podcast. We have a group page. Uh, we uh, we try to make it bi-weekly, but right now we've been on kind of a break just because of certain circumstances in our life. But we plan on getting back on that and producing more content soon. So, yeah, and that's about it, I think, for all my plugs and whatnot. Fair enough. And coming soon, Carly and I are going to be doing a once-a-month show um, where we talk about the horror pack Blu-ray pack. And we'll review a movie from the pack, talk about the pack, and all that good stuff. Um, you will see the first one come out this month in September, whenever they ship us the September box. And I'll try and get in on that in following months. Yeah. Hopefully Jay yeah. will be joining us soon for that, and it'll be really good fun, because who doesn't like mystery boxes? Uh, YouTube uh, fuck. I am convinced that mystery boxes are just a genius pyramid scheme. Every person buys it so they can review it, so other people buy it under their code so they can review it, and so on and so forth. I mean, it's not a bad idea. And like, because <laughs> for me, I, I used to play Magic the Gathering, so I liked all the opening the packs and seeing what you got. And I don't do that anymore, so I don't have that. So this is a great way for me to one, get that feeling, two, get some more Blu rays, and three, hey, content. Bam. Oh, yeah, no, no, definitely. Definitely, and so and some I I like watching uh, I like watching uh, unboxing videos too. They're pretty entertaining. Yeah, me too. Yeah, and it worked out pretty well for us. We had the director of the scare house come on the show because of my unboxing video. That's true. So it was very very good time. So with that being said, we are out of here. Check kill the cast everywhere where you can Google kill the cast. It's everywhere. It's all over the place. We have a new shirt that is out. We have um, some new YouTube videos that dropped this past week. We have uh, a Patreon you can check out if you like us enough and want to have a little bit of more control of what we do. You're welcome to join it. Uh, check us out in the Facebook group. Uh, all links will be in the description, including some links for Carly stuff. So check all those out, and we will see you next time on Kill the Cast. Jay, you have any final words? No. Like I never always. Do. Carly, do you have any final words? No, I got nothing. Oh, <laughs> I have a final word. Oh. I have a final word. What is it? People on the internet keep calling it a remake, and it's not. It's just another adaptation. It's completely different. Saying it's a remake is like saying the uh, Michael Keaton Batman is a remake of Adam West Batman. They're just separate adaptations. They have nothing to do with each other except they're based on the same book. It's not a fucking remake. You know, I was actually talking to someone today at work about this same thing, how 
because he asked me how was the remake and i was like it's really good but don't expect it to be like the the previous movie because it's it's trying to be more akin with the book and then we got into the topic of how are we defining what's a reboot what's a remake and what's a i have this i have this i have this okay a remake would be a movie if we're talking movies here a remake would be a movie based on a previous movie where you try and keep the same characters and plots and everything else, whether or not it has a spin on it. RoboCop was a remake. It took the original RoboCop movie, changed the plot a little bit, but was basically the same thing. A reboot is a continuation of a series. Jurassic World was not a remake of Jurassic Park. It was a continuation of the world already built. Well, no, that's that a, was that's a reboot. A, no, 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 no. I got to disagree there. A reboot is basically uh, an alternate universe. It is taking, it is it is using elements from those movies and creating a brand new story using those elements, using that world. But it is not set in that world. Like the Evil Dead remake, we all like to call it a remake, is technically a reboot. They didn't remake the original Evil Dead. They used the basic storyline. They used the mythology to create a new story. Hmm. Because okay. if it's just a continuation of the story, then that's a sequel. Jurassic World was a sequel because Jurassic Park and Jurassic World are in the same universe as to where Evil Dead and The Evil Dead are not in the same universe. That's true. This stuff confuses me. Well, yeah. So basically, like, <laughs> would you say... Like the Carrie remakes are actually other adaptations of the book Carrie. Um, I then. think when it comes to that, you have to look and see: Are they making their remake using like if they're taking things that were changed from the book from in the first movie and they're using those elements from that movie? It's a remake of the movie. Okay. If they're starting over completely fresh, like the it re- uh, remake, that is a a re- that is a new adaption of the book. I know I just said remake, Jay. Shut up. <laughs> okay, so here's one. I don't know how if you watch these movies, but would you consider Creed a sequel to Rocky or a reboot of the Rocky franchise? Sequel, because everything that happened in the previous Rocky movies is in continuity with this movie. That's fair. A reboot almost is like when like you have to... like Almost every fucking X-Men movie that's come out it's not a fucking sequel let's, because they constantly let's have just to leave those alone because those fucking the continuity for the X-Men movies is better left not thought about. Well, it's because they keep fucking taking things out of canon. A, a reboot, a, a remake and a reboot like a reboot is, is not in the same canon as what it's remaking. It's using ideas from that, creating a new a new universe so, and like, the Friday the, th- the 2000 whatever Friday the 13th would be a reboot. It's starting the franchise over again yes, without directly yes. adaptating any of the other movies. It's taking yes. elements from Friday 1 through 3 and creating a new universe. It is a reboot, not a remake. There we go. We've solved the mystery. Kill the cast doing your work for you. Yeah. <laughs> so let us know in the groups what you think of of. of reboots remakes and other things involving uh, a spaghetti monster in the sky and (laughs) 
we will see you next time. Thank you to Carly for joining us. Thank you for Jay for picking Black Christmas. Thank you for me for nothing. And we (laughs) will uh, be back, hopefully, with a horror coliseum. Yeah. All right, guys. Before we get out of here, uh, there's going to be a little interlude. And after that interlude, we're going to talk some It. But we're going to be throwing spoilers. So you have been warned if you have not seen It or read the book or some shit like that. Turn it off now. Well, on the first day of Christmas, buddy located me. A bag of shrooms at some LSD. We snuck into the park to steal some Christmas trees. I bought the cops both up, and that's nice to live. We're all fucked up with smear knob, egg knob. We crunch your candy canes and rev up all the chainsaws. You give us 30 and we'll tie it up and know what you cost. We'll take it 30 and spend it on pot. We're not your baby flunk, all of our classes. I'm getting fights, getting drunk over bad kids. The dad calls faster, mom's always plastered. The weather close sing to suburban gangsters. It's hard to haul trees to zero degrees We smell like evergreen All I want for Christmas is my two front teeth And some mistletoe all up in this piece Maybe a girl Oh, that's free and disease And while I'm thinking Throw in a couple of G's, yeah I want my snowmobile trench to be fixed I want a hoe who doesn't mind My snowsuit doesn't fit I'm just a hayseed Selling trees and rake trees Know your daddy hates me It's driving you crazy So, Jay, earlier yes. in the show, I talked about some bad CGI. The yes. the, the Jewish painting lady. Yes, uh, I knew what you were talking about once you said the lady. I just thought it looked terrible, and it looked like fucking those it jump scare computer like, games. It looked like a painting that had come to life. I thought that it it, it, it was did, perfect. It, it did looked not like, look like it was supposed to, to. It did. That's what it looked like to me. That's how I interpreted it. Like it looked as if that painting the background and the frame had disappeared and the character in the painting was now in reality. And so that's why I didn't think it was bad. I think it looked like how it looked on purpose. I don't think it was just bad CG. Hmm, Carly, wh- what did you think about the, uh, the painting lady? Um, well, I'm a CG hater, but like for this movie, hater. I didn't have that. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't have that many problems with it. Like, except for, the painting thing, like, I actually did not mind. I actually found that to be really creepy because it just looked like a flat, kind of like Jay said, like, just like a, it looked like a painting just walking around. And I was like, that looks so unnatural. The problem I had was with the leopard dude. 
Like, I feel like they could have made that just with, like, makeup and practical effects. And, like, I just felt like he wasn't really scary looking at all. And, like, they kind of overstepped with the CG a little bit with that. They kind of used too much of what they had. You're right there. I do think old Bigfoot should have been done. uh, (laughs) What? He had one Bigfoot. Yeah, I know. know. He should have been done practical. I 100% agree with you. The painting lady, they probably could have done practical. Um, but I can, I can give that CGI, but yeah, they should have done the leper man with practical. There's no reason that they couldn't have done that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I thought it was just too much. So Carly, you and I were talking about how there's some backstory that they left out. Like they, they and, and here's the thing, and it kind of bothered me. They left out the, the racist backstory for the black kid. They mm-hmm. could have, they, they kind of slightly hinted at it. But they more, but not really. But they completely left that out. They left out. Uh, the, that may have been just because of everything that's going on but in the world. The thing they're no, they're, no. they're not going to. They're, so they're going to have uh, the the guy who fucking uh, the that's beating all of them up, the fucking racist bully. So they're so they're not going to have him say the n word, but they're going to let them say faggot. That's okay. I'm like, no, well, they're fucking equal. If you're going to fucking do it, just do it. I, I see. I can see where you're coming from, but also I can understand why they wouldn't want to make it a focal point in what's going on in the world. Like you said, they hinted at it. I picked up the overtones. I just I can I guess I can understand both why you, a fan of the book or, you know, would be upset that that wasn't there. Mm hmm. But I can also see why they wouldn't put it in. Yeah, and then they left out the backstory for uh, the fat kid. Um, I'm yeah, terrible I hated with names. That. If I don't have the names in front of me, I will fucking forget them. But they left it's out Ben. His, yeah, ben. ben. They left out the complete father backstory for that, which I thought was really good in the original uh, movie. And I I have mm-hmm. not read the book, so I have no clue if it's in the book. Yeah, I really liked one of my favorite parts in the original movie is when he sees his dad standing there holding a balloon and he's just waving at him like, hey, son. And then he turns into the clown. Like, I think that's like so creepy visually and just like it's disturbing because he's like seeing his dad and his dad's dead and it's like sad. It's just yeah, like so I kind of that was one of my big complaints was that they didn't really talk about him at all. Yeah, yeah I love Ben. And no goddamn werewolf scene. What the fuck? Come on, man. I want my fucking beep beep Richie with the werewolf. <laughs> like, um, they didn't do a good job with the backstory of the Jewish kid. Um, yeah, there was nothing to him. There was really. just nothing there. I think they did. He was great... nervous about the Torah. That's it. I yeah. They did a great job with their with with the main four loser kids. They the uh, fucking uh. Billy, they did a great job with him. Of course, you kind of have to. Beverly, they did a fantastic job with her. And I never noticed this in the original movie. But in this one, I actually started getting the feeling that maybe her dad has touched her in ways that he should not touch her. Oh, yeah. yeah. That was that seemed very apparent. Yeah, it's weird because, like, in the original, you just get the feel he's an alcoholic and, like, hits her. And then this one's, like, a totally different vibe for her. Like, yeah, I, have, I, I haven't read the I haven't book, read, though. Yeah, me either, yeah. so I don't know. <laughs> we don't read Let's around see. here. <laughs> well, I've been I've been trying to read more by listening to audiobooks, because I just, I just don't have the attention span to sit down and, 
and actually read a book nowadays. Especially a book like that. That book's like as big as the um, Bible. But the audiobook for it is 44 hours long. And yeah. like, so I, the last one I listened to was American Gods, and that was only 22 hours long. So it's like <laughs> two American Gods put together. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see. I did uh, the first Gods. three Game of Thrones books, and those were all between 35 to 45 hours. Took me fucking forever. And especially with how many podcasts I listen to, if I want to do it, I've got to like stop listening to podcasts for a month. Yeah, that's what sucks. Like, you can't listen to an audiobook and keep up with podcasts at the same yeah. time. That's I mean, why I don't do it. You can. It just takes forever for you to, like, unless it's a small book. Like, I did uh, Meg and the Trench in the same week because they were both, like, 10 hours long. Mm-hmm. So I knocked out both of those, you know, over one week at work. Um, but then, like, I started doing uh, Stephen King's The Gunslinger, and I just gave up on it because it just, like, I, I was like, I don't see what people are saying how good this is it's really not that good to me and i ended up just completely dropping out of it i haven't listened to it in like a month now and now i'm like well fuck i don't know if i want to go back to it because it's been a month for me to jump back into it Mm -hmm. yeah um and then they gave they gave a backstory to fucking uh bowers the, the the punk like with him and his dad and i was like i didn't really need a backstory there like he's He's the fucking asshole kid. We all know those asshole kids have something going on at home. I, I don't really need to see that. I don't yeah. need this whole fucking... Uh, uh, I'm glad they didn't kill that cat. But that oh, me too. Scene, I was... Oh, but, yeah. I was like, no, not the kitty. Yeah, I, I did not need that entire scene. I just did. I didn't need the dad to come out and, and, and punk him and make him into a little bitch. And then... Why they just fucking did he just fucking die? Like at the when he fell down the yeah. fucking well? Like I'm like, yeah. wasn't he important later on? Like he's important, right? He because in the first movie, he's the explanation to where all the kids go have do, gone to. He was the killer. We we got our explanation in that one. And here there's no explanation. So if he died, how are they gonna explain that in the next movie? Well they could still so they did like you said earlier. They didn't cover it, but they could come back, you know, and be like, because his body fed on the well, and then also the kids' bodies came down from floating. So it's very possible that there's a whole scene where they find all, like, after they shake hands, they find all the bodies and his body and just assume, and we hear about that later. They they could. I mean, I could see that. I was, I was just really uh, confused. Um, I don't really Also, have... apparently in the book... Uh, Beverly's father is possessed by it, and he's creepy like that because he's possessed by it. Oh, that's interesting. But that's not what happened in this movie. He was just creepy on his own. Yeah. So, (laughs) uh, good job making him more creepy than the demon. Yeah, I don't really have any other complaints about the movie um, at all. Like, my complaints are very minor. Um... Personally, I, I thought it was fucking fantastic. I cannot wait to sit down at home and watch this. I've already pre-ordered the Blu-ray book on Amazon. Me too, which I hope the price drops. $35 for one movie is a little expensive for my taste. <laughs> it is, but it's but such a beautiful-looking steel case that I'm like, it fuck it, as long as Amazon doesn't fucking ship it to me in uh, fucking a paper envelope, I'll be all right. A bubble mailer would be okay for a steel case. You can't really hurt it. Uh, yes, you can. 
You can that shit can get dented as fuck. Oh, it well, might I be the most it. expensive steel case. I pre-ordered the fucking Suspiria steel case, and that was fifty dollars. Yeah, but that's a special production company thing. This is a wide release movie. That's true. It'll probably go down. It'll. Probably I'm sure it will. Because like uh, Ash vs. Evil Dead season one was originally listed at like forty or fifty bucks, but when it actually came time to ship and pay, it was like twenty five. So yeah, but yeah, that movie dropped well because plus fucking we bought I bought two copies of that on Blu-ray. Uh, and we gave one away. We did. And I paid less than 40 for two copies. Yeah. So, yeah, like I said, that's what I was saying. It dropped down to like 20 bucks. Yeah. So, okay, Carly, do you have any uh, other complaints about the movie? Um, The only thing is, like, I feel like maybe Bev was a little too, like, not messed up. Like, she, like... Like, she took care of herself more, and then, like, in the original movie, you could, like, tell she came from, like, a bad home life. Like, in this one, she's kind of, like, really confident and sassy, but, I mean, I still like her. That's not really a big complaint. It's just a little nitpick. Okay, so she she was maybe a little a little too strong. Yeah, yeah. She, she looked like she was about to, to fucking start a punk band right there. Yeah. <laughs> okay, Jay, do you have any uh, complaints? No, I really, really enjoyed it. Okay, so let's get into a few things that we really, really fucking liked. And mine goes to my boy, Richie. Holy mm-hmm. shit, this dude had just quips fucking constantly. And some of them were shit that I was like, I would have, I, I said that as a kid. Like, talking, like, as a kid, it's kind of funny, Jake, when you think about it. Because, like, remember how many, when we were a kid, we always talked about how big our dicks there are? Now, as adults, we talk about how small our dicks are for fun. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's true. Like, it's completely fun. But then he also says shit that, like, literally had me dying when they go to Beverly's house so she can show them the blood. And she's like, I got to show you something. He's like, more than what we saw the rock quarry? Yeah. Fucking rolling. <laughs> That's, yep. Those are those are my responses. Those I I was, were, yeah. Like, just, just him constantly, like, his quips just bam, 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 bam were fucking fantastic. I loved what they did with that character. Um, all the kid actors did fantastic. Yeah, they did. That was great. Uh, I thought it was scary as shit. I think the dude did a fan fucking tastic job. Of, yeah, of playing. Yeah, Everyone, Tarzan's brother is a pretty good actor. Yeah, I was really worried. Jay remembers <laughs> that I when I first saw the picture of it, I was like, no. What makes it scary is that he doesn't look scary. That he's all bright and colorful and he's a clown. And I was mm-hmm. like, this is not gonna work. And then that first trailer came out, and I said, Jay, I take back everything I said. <laughs> yeah, I actually yeah. had the same thoughts when I saw that picture. I was like, oh, God, here's another, like, remake that's trying to, like, outdo itself and be, like, just terrifying. And I was just so surprised by how, like, there's so much comedy in this movie, and, like, it works. And then, like, the clown, like, he's really scary, but it's it's perfect amount of scary. Like, I just think everything mixed together really well. Yeah, at first when I saw the picture, I was like, oh, great, it's a Hot Topic version of It. Thanks. Yeah. <laughs> but then yes. that trailer came out, and I was blown away, and the movie was fucking fantastic. Oh, dude, and the fucking scene where uh, Richie is in the clown room. Oh, there, yeah. There's a If y'all didn't see, there's two Easter eggs in there. There is a picture on the wall of Tim Curry's Pennywise. Oh, I did not see that. In the background. And then... As he's walking to the coffin to look into it, the last clown on the left is wearing the Tim Curry Pennywise outfit. Oh, fun. 
Yeah, I, I saw that. I didn't see the picture there. Yep, I saw both of those because those were the only two things that I saw that I was like, damn, I really thought I'd catch some more Easter eggs, but that was really it. Uh, I was really excited that Richie was playing the original Street Fighter. Oh, yeah, playing the <laughs> shitty one. God, that yeah, the original. That's the original, though. That one came first, and oh. then the World Warrior came second. I, oh, I know that, I just, but goddamn, that game was fucking terrible. Yeah, and he was also in the theater showing Nightmare on Elm Street 5. So. Yep. And, I like that part. And Batman, and what was the other movie? It was Batman and something else. Uh, let's see, I'm trying to remember the marquees. Uh, uh, it was a Lethal Weapon 2? Yeah, 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 yeah. Lethal Weapon 2, Batman, and then the one later was showing Nightmare on Elm Street 5. Yep. There was also some cool posters in uh, Billy's room, but I only caught one of them, and now I, and I was like, oh, I know what that is, and I couldn't tell what the other poster is, but now I can't remember what the fucking poster was. Uh, New was... Kids on the Block. No, that was in... That was, in... <laughs> that was, I know, was hilarious. I know. I think it was know, Gremlins and Beetlejuice because I just watched a YouTube okay. video Beetlejuice. with like hidden things. Yeah, I remember the Beetlejuice. The other one I couldn't tell what it was, so I guess it could be Gremlins. When did the first Gremlins mm-hmm. come out? Eighty something, I thought. Yeah, I don't remember. By the way, the reason this really movie quick. is so good is because it started uh, in October 1988, and that's when I was born. So you're welcome. Oh, you're four years younger than me. Yeah, baby girl. <laughs> uh, uh, I guess. 1984. Gremlins came out in 1984. Yes, it did. So that okay. makes sense. When did they start listing video games on fucking IMDb? Why is the Atari 2600 Gremlins game on here? Uh, if they have voice acting, they end up in the in, uh, but it's the in a- IMDb. Atari one. It's even got a fucking rating of 5.2 out of 10. Oh, what I don't the know that. There's no there's no cast for it. What the fuck is... Oh my god, they have other video games on here. They have the Goonies 2, Apple 2. Holy shit. Sorry, that was a weird revelation out of nowhere. Um, oh, you're right. Here are a bunch of video games. Yeah, that's fucking weird, man. Um, but yeah, I I cannot wait for this movie to come out. Come out. I'm, I'm really hoping that they actually get this released on Blu-ray by December. I doubt it. Dude, they've been throwing them pretty quickly. I mean, the only thing that worries me about this will probably be in theaters until the end of November. Well, yeah, uh, maybe mid-November. Maybe. I don't know. Apparently, it's also broken all kinds of records for horror movies on opening weekend. Yep, fucking man. Oh my, I know uh Jay, you don't listen to 22 Shots, but um they do a box office brawl where they try to guess what the box office is going to be for a movie opening weekend and place bets on it. JP had the highest bet on this with the opening weekend being like only 62 million. Yeah, but it was more than that. Oh, it was fucking well more than that. Uh, (laughs) It's it's at like 117 million for us and domestically it's like 160 or internationally combined with it. It's 160. Like, yeah, uh, 117.2 million estimated North American ticket Damn. sales. See, fucking like this blew up, but this was also like on just as many theaters, like screens, as a fucking Marvel movie. Like, That's true. Fucking ridiculous. So, <laughs> this article actually says instead it arrived like a superhero movie, actually bigger, with no stars and a modest production budget of about 35 million. 
But I mean, just shows if you if you if you do a fucking horror movie that actually cares about how it's crafted, that it has a good story, that's not going for just cheap jump scares to get teenagers. If you fucking respect it and you properly, because I yes, the advertisement campaign for this was huge. Oh, I was about to say, man, the the marketing for this was great. Fucking red balloons being tied to vents all over the country. Like I got yes. people in Connecticut being like, "Who the fuck tied a balloon to the vent outside Dude, my apartment?" I'm like, "Oh, that's so awesome!" In Australia, that's so cool. Like, I don't know if it's people that have been paid to do it or if somebody just saw it once is like, "That's a fucking great idea," and it took off. But it's genius. If you know what, I might go see it again. But first, I'm gonna track down a yellow raincoat and a red balloon and get there before everybody else and just stand up front, like the very front row, standing with the balloon. That could be <laughs> fucking. You gotta make sure you're missing one arm. Well, they don't know that yet. They haven't seen the movie. Ah, well, okay, fair enough. <laughs> but yeah, like, when the first trailer for this came out, it broke fucking records. And, and I just hope Hollywood learns from this and they don't just try to make a bunch of cheap horror movies to, to fucking make money. I hope they realize that this made money because it's properly respecting the horror genre. Right. Yeah. And it's source material, for that matter. Yeah, and it, it's source material and showing that putting a budget behind someone who knows what the fuck they're doing. And this dude, like, shit, the only reason the guy directed this is because fucking Del Toro was like, this is the man. He had done fucking one movie before this. Well, he knocked this one out of the park. I can see him getting a lot of work yes. in the coming, oh, coming I, years. I can't wait to see what else he does in the horror genre. Goonies remake. <laughs> Oh my! God. Uh, I mean, if you know what, at this point, if I'm gonna let anyone remake something that involves kids, it this is the guy I'm gonna give it to. But I don't know if it's if he, I don't know if this was just. Uh, will lightning strike twice? Will part two be this good? Yeah, that's I what I'm sure worried about. Fuck hope so. I don't think it's gonna be this good because I think there's something about the the kids' story, the coming mm-hmm. of age, that makes this so fucking good. But yeah. I also sit here and go, do you realize how fucking dark they can make the adult version? As dark as this was, what they could do with the fucking adults? Oh, yeah. Like, I want to see... Absolutely. I want to see Ben making out with Beverly, and then it turns out it's fucking Skagar's fucking Pennywise. <laughs> <laughs> like, holy shit, that's going to be fucking great. Or the fucking uh, digging up the uh, the graves on the side of the road as they drive by oh that reminds me the library scene with uh ben when he's looking through yeah. the book of dairy the live they cut to like the background and the librarian chick is just standing there staring in the background and they cut to her doing this twice and then when he gets up and goes to the room you see her just back there messing with books just randomly when you watch the movie again, pay attention to that scene and look at the fucking, uh, she's in the, like, back left corner. She's just fucking standing there all creepy. But they don't do anything with it. But mm-hmm. that's cool. Subtlety like that is awesome. Yeah, I love, yeah. yeah you know I, what I really loved? I loved every time anybody was watching a fucking TV, they were talking, like, it was Pennywise talking about how awesome clowns and floating are. Oh, and how cool it is to hang out at the sewers. 
Yeah. <laughs> like, it wasn't, that wasn't very subtle. Like, obviously, that's, you know, but it just, I love that. Oh, man, fuck it. Oh, dude, the, I will say the end scene where all the kids are floating up in the fucking, uh, like, sky in the sewer was fucking awesome. Yeah, that was, mm-hmm. yeah. I just wish I had a better explanation of what happened after they, they beat Pennywise. <laughs> they beat the shit out of him, too. Yeah, they <laughs> beat the ever-living hell out of him. So, fuck, man. Does anyone have So it's anything? been a long time since I've watched the original. But does he turn into a magic laser space lobster when they're kids or when they're adults? When they're adults. Okay. Yeah. So, does anyone have anything else they want to say about the the the, the It movie? Go see it. Go yeah. See it. I might see it again with my mom. I might go I see no it regrets. again with your mom also. I might actually, <laughs> actually, I might go see it with my mom as well. Actually, it's not even a joke. Like I told her I was going, she's like, "I want to go." I was like, "But yeah. you're not off." <laughs> like I have to go see it. Yeah, I, I, I haven't decided if I'm going to go see it again or not. Um, there's just all there's tons of other movies I want to see too. Though Mother comes out next week, uh, American Assassin comes out next week, and I want to see both of those. I just. I just want to see the movie again, but I want to see it in my house when I can like really dig into it. Oh right. man, this bitch better Space come frame, zoom in. with special features. Yeah, it has two. <laughs> <laughs> just to upset Jerry. Fuck. All right. Well, then we're gonna get out of here. Uh, if you for a second this, time, yeah, for a second time. If you enjoyed this little extra. Um, this is a bonus feature. This is a bonus feature to your episode. Yeah, yeah. This is the bonus feature. So we're out of here, guys. Fucking uh, thanks for joining us here at the Kill the Cast version of the Losers Club. And we will see you next time.